Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. In honor of the Miami reunion, I'm wearing a sweatsuit with Michael Jordan all That's over it. That's such a sick sweat. Do you have Jordans on right now? You must. I must. I does. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, gorgeous. Welcome back to the Get Them Lala podcast. If I do say so myself, Monday's boner bonus episode was hidden different. So <laughs> funny and fun. I loved it. Why, I loved it. Why are the bonus episodes so good? They're so good. I think it's because we talked about this. I think it's because we, instead of being overwhelmed with so much to talk about, we get to focus on one little thing, which allows us to deep dive into like funny and fun details. And also, we're, like, opening up to the audience, and the audience writes in. So yes. it's just, like, a giant kick-it session with all of our friends who are also writing in about horrific or funny moments, like yes. anal with conditioner. <laughs> uh, dying, dying over that. Trying. And the goggles. I'll, I'd, I'd like you guys to know. We'll tease this. There was a clip cut. And it was about something I talk in the bonus episode. And I thought, you know what? Maybe this isn't the best promo clip. You can still hear it on the bonus episode, but it's basically my worst experience. And um, it's interesting. We were driving here today and Jessica was like, you know, the original clip that they cut was me having come on my face with goggles. And I was Santa and Claus. she goes, yeah, yes, Santa, Santa Claus come. Mind you, we t- we were in that. I was like, yes, you guys cut that clip. It's going to be hilarious. And then they sent it to me. And I was like, was I really that graphic? You were very I graphic and it was awesome. It. And then she says in the car, she goes, there's going to be a day where I have like kids and I don't really know that I want like someone to be like, hey, I saw this clip of your mom like having come all over her face. And I'm like, Jessica, let me tell you something. If Kim Kardashian can <laughs> just get dicked down by Ray J. For all the hours in the world and still be the number one celebrity on all the planets ever, we're all just fine. Do you That's think right. the kids have seen it? Oh, well, I remember Saint came in and was like, look at this thing on Roblox, mom. Yeah. And it's like her acting all sexy. And she's like, what the fuck? And then Kanye West goes and steals all the computers. I've never. I've, from Ray J or whoever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember, he comes in with like a suitcase full uh. of old school computers. <laughs> Which is, like, so, whatever, so dumb because it's, like, he could have just made copies. It was the principle, I guess, and, like, the... Dramatic effect for yeah, the show. And yeah. Kim's, like, sobbing. Uh, well, I your like kid wh- is now going to know that you had cum on your face. Well, you know what? I do hope one day, if it's a girl or boy, um, that they are comfortable experimenting sexually at the right age. You know what? That's a great answer. At and the right getting age. cum on their face if they so choose. The, yes. So. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, With all right. consent. So let's talk about the week, the weekend. I tell Jessica, because as you guys know, I moved into a new home. And so we've been task rabbiting our asses off. Now, Jessica and I treat task rabbit like it's um, Tinder or Bumble. <laughs> like we say, scrolling. She sends me photos, me zooming in, being like, how tall is he? And then remembering like that doesn't really matter on task rabbit. <laughs> literally was like do we know the height of this person I'm like he's got blue eyes I'd rather go for brown eyes for you lot and yeah I'm like, a br- yeah I like the brown eyes yeah so she sends me a plethora of hot men and I said you know what we can't go wrong with any of them I'm gonna let you choose so she picks one and I come home well first of all Easton sends me a message me and Jess and he goes uh the Jess the task rabbiter is a fucking looker, Law. You got to get home. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. She goes, perfect. I'm in glam. <laughs> I did. I did the after she show with Brittany. She said, perfect. I'm in glam. 
Oh, that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> never in glam. The last hot one, weren't you in like sweats or something? I think, right? Fuck you, Jessica. <laughs> you look Are hot you saying I'm sweat. not hot no. in sweats? You look, t- look at you right now. Look at you right now. Look I could always Jordan. be hotter. No. It's fine, though. Whatever. This is called confidence at its finest. You can't tell me shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I roll in and he's like hammering away. And my mom is like, he is so cute. And so I like go and I'm like, hey, how's it going? He's like, it's going really well. I'm like, how do I get him to turn around? <laughs> <laughs> so my mom then, I don't know. How do you get a task rabbit or hard at work? Make an Ikea furniture. He turn you came in and said, Lisa, hey, how's it going? Lisa poked the line to get him to turn yeah, he around. Asked, he, she goes, so where are we going to keep this here? <laughs> and then he turns. And then I imagine when he saw me, it was like, <laughs> All right, so he is fine. Okay, so he was did, fine. Did he like? Did his eyes widen a little when he saw you? Oh, they always widen, of honey. Of course, of course. Come oh, this on is now. exciting. I wasn't Jessica, there. Jessica, so don't I'm, ask I'm stupid hearing. questions on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing all this for the first time along with you guys. So you show up. You're is he tall? Because he seemed tall in the photo. He's tall. Okay. He's tall. He's hot. He's hitting. Okay, so all is good. Um, we tell him that we are going to do something, right? Like, if you need anything, let us know. You want to know what he asks us for? Do you have any snacks? <laughs> I go like this. I go, snacks? <laughs> like food? <laughs> and my mom, <laughs> I walk out to my mom, I'm like, you want snacks? She's like, snacks? Like what? Like an uncrustable? I was the, like, I don't know. I'm chips. on the couch listening to him, too. And like, they're like, well, what do we give him? He looks like. Like a healthy person. I was like, he's like a healthy person. I think we have nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so when he asks for snacks, are Keep you- Keep in mind, he dr- he drained us dry of every water bottle in the house. He was didn't water even... first or snacks? Water Both. was first. Because you oh. have to remember, I came home around three. He had been there for a solid couple hours. Okay. 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 Which seemed, he seemed like he was there for a very long time. Okay. And you know what? He was hot. Until he was not anymore. <laughs> it started with the snacks. All right. You're pissing me off, buddy. Then I take off. Easton stays home and he calls me and he goes, he wants to know if you have a step stool for the TV. I go, no, I don't got a step stool. That's why I hired a task rabbiter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we needed to, be <laughs> to a bit bring taller. the things to hang right. the stuff. Right. No, right. Do I look like someone who has step stools and ladders? I have step stools to put my dishes away, but that's me. <laughs> Oh, that's true. High that's true. I have a nice stool to put my dishes away. But no, you do not. Then look he like asks someone. me for a pencil okay. to measure the TV, sir. I hear Isn't him turn the TV on, on the box. Now, then I get home. Then I get home. The TV. The measurement is on the box. What does he need to? He needs to. I told him I would like it three inches above uh, where my lighting is. You should have said three inches, sir. Do you? What do you think about three inches? Pull your do you dick out and measure three inches. <laughs> So All right. Do you think it's average? Do you think three inches is big or small? What do you think? Okay. Sorry, I don't mean to objectify the task rabbiter. So anyway, keep going. So Eason tells him we don't have a step stool. I arrive back at the house. He then asks me again, do you have a step stool? I then tell him, are we really still fucking doing that? The TV's not hung. I don't say that. Right. Because I'm still thinking he's going to redeem himself. Right. He's up there listening to the basketball game, comes back down about 27 hours later and goes, so I forgot my TV hanging tool. I'm going to have to come back tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, now you're fully annoying and I never want to see you again. What do you, and what have you been, I go up there, he, he built the, the thing that the TV hangs on. And it was like three hours he was up there. The guy you hired today, Jessica, because I told Jessica, Jessica, I told him to come Monday, but you immediately need to let him know he doesn't need to come back. (laughs) I made Jessica do all the dirty work. I'm like, yeah, we'll see you Monday. You did a great job today. Jessica, tell him to fuck off. (laughs) And hire someone who is not hot. Yeah. Just somebody. So anyway, the task rabbiter today. Yeah. He built hella IKEA shit. (laughs) He He hung he hung my TV. Right. He hung mirrors. And he hung hella pictures. In and out. He was great, How right? Long? In and out. Two hours, dude. Oh. He was fantastic. He wasn't, he was like, from what he looked like in the photo, okay, I would like to say. But before, you have a theory. You have a theory about Task The, the okay. first TaskRabbit guy. What I have to say really quick. We're not obje- objectifying TaskRabbiters. If anything, it's just like, 
If anything, we objectify everybody. <laughs> not just the TaskRabbit people. But just so people. you know, I'm not on TaskRabbit looking to find Lala dates. I'm like, you know what? If she could... Eye candy. Eye candy. candy. That's what it is. Yes. Is that object? That's objective. No, it is for sure. I am objectified <laughs> every day of my life. Okay? Oh, and all so I'm, I'm not asking not to wrong. grab your ass. <laughs> right. I'm no, asking you never. to come in and pay you to do what right. you're already going to be doing. And by the way, you also get to look at me. So right. you're welcome. Right. I'm basically paying you to look at me. Right. I mean. And I don't need to job. pay for that <laughs> shit. <laughs> so <laughs> today is TaskRabbiter. On a scale of cute. one to ten, how many how many people want to kill me on this episode? A uh, lot. Right now? No. Hella we, people. No. That's, okay, this so, is funny. Uh, today's this looks is like funny. Andrew. Do you know who Andrew Santino, Santino yes. is? Didn't that, is it, do you know who that is? Mm-mm. Oh, Comedian. did you see today's Task Rabbiter? No. I think he looked like that. So he's like cute. He's got red hair. I told her type in someone who's good at hanging TVs. Mm. And did you? Sure did. He mounting, did it. In like, good at mounting, but like not mounting sexually. Mounting hanging. But the first TVs. guy I think was there for the mounting. For the sexually. mounting sexually. I do have to say, look, I know that Task Rabbit is not a website for um, sex perverts, but or or. Sex work. But is it? Do I say this, you guys? <laughs> I feel like she was all, out there waiting for you to like Okay, okay all we're looking for on TaskRabbit is say more than just I'm good with my hands and mounting. Oh, you guys, yes. Because I go through and I'm like, part of me, I know TaskRabbit, amazing website. I love it. But part of me was like, the way some of these people are writing what they're good at, men and women, by the way, they're mm. like, amazing at mounting, great with my hands, brings such a good energy to the home space. And I'm like, like, that's great. I'm sure you are great at mounting things to a wall. But like we hired this guy because he was good at mounting and he he left it at that. And he wasn't great at mounting anything. In fact, the one thing I asked him to mount, he couldn't even do because he forgot his tool. tool. Does that mean condoms? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe when uh, there's very a lot of s- similarities between um like Task Rabbit. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, we're all in. <laughs> <laughs> well, we obviously love you, and we're obviously pushing for you. We always have used you. Did he hang? So he didn't get your TV hung. Mm-mm. The first one. No, and his ratings are super high, and it's because he's hot. Is there's, that why? Yeah. The only and thing you he know did what? was build three things from IKEA. In if six I weren't, hours. if I weren't a Virgo, mm-hmm. I could have let a lot of the shit slide. Right. But the Virgo in me was like, I've had enough. Right. I've had enough. Sorry. Remove yourself <laughs> from the premise. I'm it's, sorry, Lal. That was my bad, you, you guys. Redeemed. I went for looks. But you know what? The second time, I went for um, quality and talent, and we did it. I love it. I appreciate so. you, Jess. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press-On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. 
The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Manis have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Manis and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. Okay, over the weekend, uh, the Dune 2 premiere in New York City happened. Zendaya continued to kill it. Did you see her look? Is it Zendaya or Zendaya? I think it's Zendaya. I think it's Zendaya. Zendaya. She's smoking She's hot. smoking hot. And, and it, her yeah. looks on carpets are, like, unparalleled. Is she still with, do you know if she's still with, um, what's his name? Charlie, or Charlemagne? Charlemagne. No, she's not with Timmy. Or- no, Chalamet's with Kylie Jenner. Oh, that's who it was. The other Who was one. she with? I don't um, know. Spider-Man. Who? Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah, that's it. They oh, and he was in that like. one show that I started watching and never finished. That weird one. That uh, weird one where he Wonka? makes things up in his mind. Oh. He thinks things are happening. What? what the fuck? What movie say. was that? Tom Holland. It was really, really good. And he goes to like a psych ward. Hold on. Tom Holland. Crowd- Crowded Room. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. I need to finish it. Um, so she looked smoking hot. The other thing that happened was Travis Kelsey um, was back in Vegas celebrating the big win after he went to Australia to support his girlfriend, Taylor Swift. Oh, he's still celebrating. He's still celebrating, hmm. you guys. Winning the Super Bowl is a... Big a deal. big effing deal, a BFD, be celebrating too. Mm-hmm. big effing deal. BFD. Um, and the club, I think it was Excess, played "Love Story" by um, Taylor. Sure. And he was popping bottles and singing at the top of his lungs. Now, to me, I just don't feel like "Love Story" would pop off drunk in a club. <laughs> no. I've Unless been drunk a in a club before. <laughs> to "Love Story." Not to "Love Story." <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> I mean, I can't get, like, I don't think like any Trey Taylor song. Swift is, like, a club song. Oh, I think that you could get down to, like. The only one I like is Cat Eyes. Cat Eyes. I knew the, you were eye. trouble when you walked uh, If that in. plays in the club, I'm walking out. They could do remixes. Well, I mean, you could do that too. You could play the one with the remix where it's only her chorus and then it's. Kendrick Lamar yeah. does the verses. You could play that in the club. There, yeah. But love story. She's like, baby, just say yes. Like, it's like not <laughs> something. Like, if that came in and I was vibing in the club drunk, I don't care if Travis Kelsey's, I don't care if Taylor Swift is there herself. I'd be like, it like scratched the record. <laughs> huh? Can we wrap this up? Can we wrap this up? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. Uh. Um, I have heard from multiple uh, sources, allegedly. I don't want to be sued by team Swift <laughs> on the team. Oh, no. um, that this is all PR. It don't exist for real. What? Yep. I NFL, don't believe it. I don't NFL believe it. NFL needed more money, and this was all. That's what I've seen. It could have turned into maybe something, but I've heard. I've heard allegedly <laughs> that he's still out in these streets smashing. They know. Yeah. Maybe they have an open relationship. Don't come for me, Swifties. I'm just <laughs> reporting the news that I've heard, and I'm only reading the headlines. We're about to get an album. Do you think that there's a world in which they have a mutual understanding? They're both hot, so they're have like, you I don't think Taylor Swift album? Yeah, I don't think no, Taylor there's Swift no mutual is... understanding. Yeah. You come correct, and you are romantic, and yeah. you love on me. Mm-hmm. Now, it could have been like something that was set up and then maybe turned into something real, but I have heard, allegedly... <laughs> Wow. I, I just feel like she's way more open now. I feel like she probably has threesomes sometimes. I feel like I just I've heard she's a freak. I, that, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, I have heard she's a freak. I think she's a little more open now. I could see her having an open relationship with him and being like, you're hot. I'm hot. You do your thing. I'll do my thing while I'm out of the country. The publicity's but, great. Yeah, that's true. Good for them. 
Um, did you guys see Cam? Do you know who Cam Newton is? Mm-hmm. Yes. So Cam yes. Newton was recorded being jumped. Mm-hmm. Now I don't condone I saw the video. violence. I didn't see this video. But my God, this was sexy. Yeah, I mean, he stood. you could hardly call it being jumped as he was throwing these people off of him Look like he's the Hulk. He is. No, he's, he's smoking. Just he's like a the, freaking smoke show. Yeah. The way he handles himself. How many people were on it? It was uh, like five, I think. A ton of people. And they did he get And they just kept coming after him and he was just flinging them off. It was almost like, you know, when there's like an elephant or some. No, what are those movies where you see like the little hyenas (laughs) and they're jump and they're jumping on them and they like are shaking them off? You know what I'm talking about? I do. Or have you seen a giraffe? Avatar. Avatar. You know, the big old. Yep. And those like little scary dog looking things are jumping on him mm-hmm. and he's and shaking him off. him off. That was Cam Newton flinging him off. <laughs> Did he get hurt? He didn't look like he got hurt. I didn't see the aftermath. All I saw was a video of him flinging him. Wow. He seemed to walk away just as tall and sexy as he see, was now that's before so he got jumped. Jumped. You little bitch boys who jumped him. You little bitch boys. I know. And you needed like 12 of you guys. Ew. Squares. Losers. Broad daylight at some like convention or oh something. I know there's tents. There uh, were tents. Yeah. It was like tents? Cam was showing yeah. up for like an appearance. Well, a farmers market. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's all very lame. Um, so Sandoval did an interview, and it said that he said that Lala missed the mark fashion wise at emo night. Mm. And number one compliment. <laughs> the moment I hit the market emo night, someone call somebody because I'm unwell. Okay, I better never hit the mark at emo night. Oh no! So not an insult. Huge compliment. Also, <laughs> Sandoval can never talk to me or anybody else about missing a mark fashion wise because I've talked about this before. I used to like walk into Bloomingdale's or fucking like Neiman's and Nordstrom, and I would look at things and be like, "Who the fuck would buy that?" And then Sandoval would show up, and I'd be like, oh, oh there we go. <laughs> There's the guy. And there he is, Herman Munster. <laughs> <laughs> you came down in your Herman Munster shoes. They're Louis Vuitton shoes. Well, even Louis Vuitton makes mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he goes on now that I... The point of this mm. was he then says that I've missed the mark many times fashion-wise. But it's only the the things that he gives are... What is it when you dress up? Like costumes. Costumes. Oh. oh. I'm like not good at co- night. Themes. Themes. A themed theme. night. I always miss the mark, okay? And I will forever miss the mark because I am horrible at dressing up. And I, I don't care. You I don't have care, to do say you? you don't miss the mark because that cowgirl hat, you kind of started the cowboy hat craze with the sequin. They love to steal from Lala, but it's fine. And it's if fine. And Sandoval missed the mark at the dinner on this past episode with his cowboy yeehaw paisley black and white shirt. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I thought, he what missed the, the hell mark. was that? That was a little too, or it was a little too on the mark. Whatever it was, wasn't A little working. too themey. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's great yeehaw. at a theme. I'm horrible. So he goes on to say, I had, there was a time I had this 70s roller skating party. Hmm. And Lala showed up in a, a boxer's robe, boxing shorts, and gloves. And so I'm like, I remember that 70s roller skating party because my dad had just, my dad had died that season. I roll next door to Sheena because she fucking remembers everything. Mm-hmm. I go, Sheena, that 70s roller skating party Sandoval had, what did I, what season was that? And she goes, that was season seven. I was like, I knew it. I am very much not in what he claims I was in. All right. But he's a liar. Okay. So we know that. Here I am, positive vibes. In a blue, this is the time that I, are, does that, <gasps> am Wait. I? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Very cute. Very cute. Video. I want you to send me, me this. Smoking so we weed it. like a champion. This was the season of only smoking weed. Oh, good for you. And I have a a dick sucker around my neck. Oh, oh a dick like lollipop. Like a lollipop thing. <laughs> Cuz I was like there's I remember this. <laughs> I've never prouder. shown up anywhere in a in a boxing robe. So, here we go, guys. This is the this is what he was talking about. Can we share this? Can yes, I, we're okay. going to share it because here's the thing. You can say whatever the fuck you want. You can say I missed the mark, but what you're not going to do is lie on me, fool. All mm-hmm. right? Like, if you're going to come and say X, Y, and Z, like, your receipts need to match. 
All right? Yeah. Don't try to cook the books, bitch. Yeah. All right? Preach. Not with me. <laughs> also, <laughs> he has very selective memories. Like I told you on the Selective? Na- you mean he makes shit up? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like he remembers. So what, we're going to be kind of a selective memory. Or he seems to. I don't know him, but he seems to have. People wanted me to call him out. Remember, you guys, I'm off social media creating a beautiful environment for myself these past few months. And people were asking me, I guess he compared Scandaval to George Floyd and BLM and that whole thing and uh, the O.J. Simpson trial. And I don't even know what to say about it because, number one, it's just so out of touch that— Anyone could ever think like so we all remember that time. It was devastating to the point where not the OJ trial. I was a young child. But when George, George Floyd. Floyd and his passing happened, like we didn't even do the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like we were in a time of like mourning and just we really couldn't even wrap our heads around like what society had come to. Right. Mm hmm. Scandal, we were podcasting our asses off. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Right. Not the same, but it's just it just goes to show how out of touch and I I he doesn't think before he speaks. And it's so out of just out of touch with reality and what's in front of him that I don't even know what to say because this is just who he is. And if we keep him under a microscope, we're going to constantly find things that mm-hmm. he says where it's like, wow. And I just have no desire. I had a beautiful season. It was a lot of ups and downs with my emotions. This season, I was all about myself and my own healing. It really, you guys will see with him, and you may be turned off a bit during scenes just based off of how he's been acting recently, and it's just not adding up. But any conversations that I have, they are strictly for myself. It it sounds corny when people say you forgive for yourself, not other people. It For the first time, it rings incredibly true. Where I'm like, do not give yourself credit in this moment. This is for me to move on and live a really, really fantastic life. And what you go on to do is not going to affect me anymore. Yeah. So with that being said, I just addressed it. Good. Jessica. Yeah. You have notes? for Because Vanderpump. Yeah, let's just kick off. Let's do BH real quick. Okay. Um, so if you guys watched the finale, mm-hmm. tonight's the re- first part of the reunion, um, Kyle has this white party. Easton, I don't know if you know about it. It's literally been happening since season one of BH. This year it was hosted at SoFi, and the budget was $400,000, which that is badass. Is that, that is Bravo badass. or through Bravo? Mm-mm. Kyle Richards. No, Kyle Richards is funding this stuff. I have to say, hosted at SoFi, I'm actually shocked it was not more. I know that sounds so out of touch, but I'm dead serious. I Can I tell you? I thought, I like, damn, they got a steal. Yeah, the same thing. I'm shot four hundred grand. Maybe. Do you think it was because I we've you rarely see an event like that, like something so private hosted there, and they were like, we're brand new. Maybe you guys could come in, show it on BH. It's been a crazy season, like. Come in, have it here. We'll give you a huge discount because then other people can see that you can, like, we're not just here to have concerts and football games. You can literally rent this out for a small little party on the football field. Yes, I For the low cost of 400 grand. Right. And that being said, SoFi, if you would like to um, allow us to have an event there, I'm sure we could figure something out. Yeah, but not for 400 grand. (laughs) 20 bucks and we'll be there. Yeah, right? We ball on a budget. (laughs) Um, I thought that was amazing. Kevin Lee is back at it. Mm -hmm. He's planning the party. If we remember Kevin Lee, he planned Pandora's wedding. He does all of LVP's events. He body shamed my friend Katie. um, Season six, I want to say, but he did apologize. Um, And in that moment, Kyle also got a few jabs in to LVP. Uh, we won't say much about that, but it was just like, it was very interesting to see Kevin Lee show up working for Kyle, and I'll be very curious to see if he ever plans another event for Lisa Vanderpump. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe maybe she got rid of him, and so he came on for Kyle. Mm-hmm. But you know what? There- it's hard to say no to a budget of $400,000. That seems like something that you would want to take on. Exactly. And 
there are a handful I've heard of these event planners who just are the ones that it's like not hard to find in LA, but I've heard like, you know, the classic, like if you can lock in these eight, one of the ADA mm-hmm. LA event planners, because Mindy Weiss is another. Yes, it's obviously. Like, she so, does all Kardashians. Yeah. Um, did you guys notice that when, so Mo's there, Kyle comes in, mm-hmm. and did you notice that Mauricio says, hi, how are you? Mm. She's like, good, how are you? I thought that was so, like, obviously we know they're having issues, right? Mm-hmm. But like, the only time I ask someone how they are, like even Jessica, who I go like, a weekend without seeing, I don't, when she arrives, say, hi, how are you? It's so weird. It's so, like, haven't seen you in a long time. How's it been? I think that's it. How long do you think it had been between them seeing each other? But every time I see you and Mama, I always say, how are you? How have you been? And I, I see you guys daily. It. That's true. You get in my car and I go, how are you? How yeah, are you every feeling? Every time I see you in the office, I yeah. walk in and I go, how are you? I could have seen you that's here great, and then there. That's how a great point. So maybe I'm just so, a dick and need to take... <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Take curiosity in other people. It's weird in a <laughs> husband and wife. <laughs> See, but for me, I don't say to Jessica, how are you? I say, like, how was your weekend? Yes. For a hus- for an ex, husband and wife who share kids, it is a little weird to be like, okay, how and, are you? See, okay, I'm not that. Know. But yeah. I just say it to you guys, so maybe I'm just... This is playing. why we have the podcast, to start the conversation. Mm. I thought it was weird. Um, Erica is the performer mm. looking so freaking... I know. I know. She hits Mm. different. Mikey can't even do the prayer because he's so emotional. She's been off stage for four years dealing with just life that came in with the, you know, the side swipe. And can I tell you, this is like a, this is like you go bitch, right? She's like now performing. Granted, it's her friend, whatever, but she's at SoFi. Mm-hmm. She's clearly talented, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not only does she come in looking like that, she performs It's Expensive to Be Me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and then the way that they shot her, I, I had chills all over my body. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And to see women who have been done so dirty by, like, these powerful men— and then they end up coming out on top and rising. And you see like, oh, the powerful one in this dynamic was always her. Mm-hmm. Yes. I got to say, I've seen, as you can probably tell, uh, clips of this episode, but not the full thing. But I did watch that. And I was like, that gave me goosebumps. I was like, this is good. She's such a presence on stage, isn't I know. she? I know. Kyle's a real one. Also, I, every time it panned to her, she was singing the lyrics. Yeah. Oh, That's a real you one right not? there. So supportive. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I I was truly blown away. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I wonder if it was like this in person. Probably not. Everything's always better. Like even the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. It See, always looks cooler on TV because of like all the camera angles yeah, that you get to hit. Spinning and it, like, around. around. I don't, I disagree. I actually feel like I hear you and I, for the Super Bowl, yes, but I feel like that was probably so great in person because everyone knew her and the energy. She, oh, the energy for sure. The energy from her off sta- on, on stage or however you'd say it, off stage, you'd be feeding from it, I think. I have to go to her show in Vegas. Yeah. When is it? Can I come? Yeah, she has a residency. Mm. Mm, yeah, let's go. Mm. Easton, you're so dead. Over here. Um, I And they actually, so it was a very quick, like, I want to say episode when it came to all of the ladies. I don't think that Anna Marie is going to be back. Mm -hmm. You don't? don't, I don't think so. I don't find her to be... Wildly interesting? Just not housewife material. Yeah. I don't think. You know, I liked her at first. I think we have it. I have me on here saying that, like, the first few. I'm like, oh, she's so down-to-earth and real. I love her. I don't want a down-to-earth housewife. Right. That's the thing that was like, then you I know, was like, oh, maybe this is not. We housewife. have our down-to-earth housewife. Her yeah. name's Kyle Richards, yeah. okay? Yeah. Went from the house, the Palm Springs house that she got from her mother to just hundreds of millions of mm-hmm. dollars, all right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to see. <laughs> That's true. That's down-to-earth. Yeah. For me. That's down-to-earth. <laughs> um, <laughs> <For me. laughs> the end of it, I would say, was like truly devastating, Jess. Yeah. Did you watch it, Easton? I think you did. Yeah. So it's like one month later, then a week later, and they call the family together. And I want to get a little bit cheesy. We'll wrap this up 
pretty quickly. I want to just thank the, is it Umansky? Mm -hmm. Umansky slash Richards. Because we have been watching this family for, I want to say, what, 13, 14 years? And that conversation where Farrah comes over to the house, it's been leaked that Kyle and Mauricio have indeed separated. And they sit in the family room and they have a very difficult conversation. And Portia starts sobbing. I know what it's like to film a reality TV show. And it becomes very intense, right? So just as someone who's a fan of the show, a viewer, someone who's been in it, but also someone who I haven't been in a relationship for that long, I don't know what it's like to really have a solid foundation that you think is solid, and then there's a there's only a crack in the house because this motherfucker decided to take a sledgehammer to it. Like, literally, we were all good. And for them to allow cameras in, for us to see... I just want to thank them because that I know that that's not easy. And it just goes to show that, like, we've seen what perfection looks like. We've seen now what cracks look like. And a family that goes from, you know, really being very, very strong to we don't really know what's next. But to see Kyle, who's been a fabulous wife, a fabulous mother, then she comes into her own and you, you see her juggling all of it, like trying to do her own thing while also being a good wife and mom and being supportive, to then they cut to her in her interview and they say, what has happened where you don't know that you can come back from this? And she said, things have happened where the trust is broken and I don't think I can get over it. To see her, even after 27 years and four children later, say, no matter what, I'm still going to pick me and I will not compromise my happiness to suit you. And I love this family and I love this family enough to say without my happiness, I am worthless to all of you. And I think that's very inspiring for And this is it goes back to when I say I resent what Bethany Frankel says because Bravo offers such a platform where there's many women who sit there and they're like, what the fuck is next for me? They're going to watch people like Kyle Richards and go, I'm going to be okay. I can choose my own happiness and it's still going to benefit other people. Mm -hmm. So... There's that. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree. I thought it was beautiful. And that is such an important message. And the older I get, the more I feel that. The, and it Because when I was younger, it used to feel selfish. Mm. You know, in like yeah. early 20s, like, yeah, but I need to be happy. It's like, you know, so I was a lot of doing a lot of people pleasing. The older I get, the more I'm like, I am worthless if I'm not happy with myself because I want to give you guys what you deserve. But if I'm not happy, you're not going to get that from me. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's important. I thought it was beautiful. Good for her. Go into every single relationship. I love you, but I will always love me more. Yeah. I know it sounds very strange and foreign, but without having the utmost and highest level of self-love, you are worthless to the people around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, Miami was a little bit snoozy. Um, in honor of the Miami finale, I wore my um, Michael Jordan. Jordan. It's so sweat cool. Suit. It has matching sweatpants, you guys. You it can't does. see them, but they're awesome. And I have my Jordans on that you also can't see. Can't mismatch. I actually liked the little scene with Larsa and Marcus. Him, like, making her feel... Because, you know, I'm sure that that was tough when Michael Jordan... Your boyfriend's dead. Is <laughs> like, no, I don't approve of the relationship. You would, even though Larsa is, she's a tough bitch, right? Like, I know her. She does not fuck around. Mm -hmm. It still is like, ouch. Mm -hmm. That doesn't really feel that great. No. But Marcus swoops in. Yeah, but he also, makes, like, laughs about it. He laughs about he it. He laughs when he was like, well, he said no. And, like, laughs. It's like, well, I mean, at, to me, that was weird. Yes. But also, he's not trying to sugarcoat it. And he also says, I respect my dad's opinion, but really the, the most important one is my mom's, and my mom fucking loves her. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, let's try to balance this out and make our girl feel good. He gives her a promise ring. Um, did you see he? she took him out of all of her socials? Did yeah. Well, I think they broke up, actually. But they did spend uh, Valentine's, Valentine's Day together. I think they're working on it is what the, the paparazzi said. Oh, because they're the insiders, yeah, the ball right. insiders. I don't know. They do know a lot of shit. It's wild. Mm -hmm. 
Um, there's always a leak. There's always a leak. There's always there's a, a leak rat. for a couple grand. Michael Jordan, right. are you the leak with Larsa? MJ. Mm-hmm. MJ's hard up for cash. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Marcus was like, yeah, my dad was in Paris and asked about it. I'm like, how bougie. I know. That's so bougie. Very. Um, my favorite part about the episode, I had three things. The best part, Frankie taking the Uber. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cute. Watching Gertie's relationship with Russell. I'm obsessed with them. I want that. Mm-hmm. I want that. Someone give that to me. Yeah. And also Gertie ringing the fuck out of the cancer-free bell. Mm-hmm. Cancer-free bell. Because after 127 days, and I don't know if that was of like her chemo and radiation or if that was in total. But after it said after 127 days, she's cancer-free. So it was snoozy. But then at the very end when they said what everyone was up to, oh, and then we have Nicole who's expecting a baby. Mm-hmm. <gasps> so. Sweet. After, yeah, I was like, oh, this reunion or uh, finale is really happy. I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues. And now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding, and I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You watch Vanderpump Rules. You You know it. All right. You know it. Did you? Jump into it. Of course I did, but it's, you know, it's very different than (laughs) last year talking about it. Right. So you guys, I told you, I'm going to let y'all run game on it. Quick first note is, I don't know, I know we mentioned it on this podcast, but Bella, which you see in the first scene with Lala, has since passed. Yeah. I told her in that scene, take a little nappy. <laughs> and she's she she's, listened. She, she's oh. a nappy. She listened. She's a very good dog. She's a she napping listened. for the long haul. <laughs> I, saw, I saw her and I was like, oh. It was beautiful. Little was angel. I aggressive with her no. when I look at yeah, it? You I'm were like, shoving her was in the I? Blank. No, you were fine. She was okay. Oh, you were fine. Every time, sometimes, even when I'm doing something with Ocean and someone records me, I'm like, I feel like I'm aggressive. Mm. I do too, but then. Maybe we but are. in the I moment, I'm not. But no. like looking at it on video, I'm like, are we like <laughs> jolty? I don't know. <laughs> Could have been That's a bit so softer. <laughs> uh, no, it didn't seem that way. I'm going to say for, so the first scene I noted was Sandoval at the cl- clothing store with Schwartz. Okay. And this annoyed me a little, right? right because he's me. talking in the scene and he's going, you know, since, and he does this thing where he's like, since Rachel didn't, I thought she'd reach out to me on my birthday. I'm not going to quote it exactly, but since she didn't read out, reach out to me on my birthday, I figured, you know, something was wrong. And I'm like, okay, can we go back to that time? Because if you guys remember, she's in a mental health facility and he's out performing. I believe it's around the same time saying 
using this scandal situation on stage as like a funny bit and to get people to like so he's doing a, I think a slightly the victimy thing again where he's like you know, she's just not speaking to me. Yeah, and in my opinion, for a good point. If you guys said I love you, I know this whole situation is fucked up, but let's just take him and Rachel. If you guys said I love you and you were in love and you couldn't stay away from each other, you are being a terrible partner in this scenario. She's at a mental health facility, the lo- your love, yet you're out doing all these things and on stage and acting kind of like an ass. And then you're like, well, she hasn't reached out to me. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Good for her, actually. Bravo. I know. Isn't it interesting? Yeah. Uh, like just... the two people who were involved in it, yeah. one takes a step of getting treatment. Yeah. Right. And here Sandoval is upset that Sheena reached out to him when his friend died. But how dare you reach out to me when my friend died, when you've been doing all these podcasts? Well, why would she reach out to you when you've been, like, using this as a bit? You're so upset about all of us making money. It doesn't look like you were sitting there right. hard up for cash. Right. You were also using it as a bit. Performing. Right. You know? He's selling so performances. Just, and this yeah. rocked her fucking world. Yes. And so part, a big part of me, I just said, like, um, and here's for her. Yeah. And you know what? Here's the thing. And people are like, you're going way easier on... on uh, Sandoval than you you did Rachel and again Rachel didn't give me the opportunity to be soft with her Mm -hmm. she just like disappeared great fine whatever but like women always take the brunt of this shit like Sandoval yes he's been taking a beating but nowhere near Raquel and even when they are fuck yourself with a cheese grater Mm -hmm. yes me telling her she's a fucking dumbass You're a whore. Like, it's intense for a chick. Yeah. And even when the guys are labeled, like, cheaters or whatever, it's almost like a bit of a— Yeah, they go, well, yeah, he's a cheater, but it's it's followed by, but he's a guy. You know, guys will be guys. She's a whore. Stay away from her. Yeah, she's disgusting. Women don't, you know, it's like the the undertone of, like, well, women shouldn't act that way, but men, you know, they think with their penises. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then I think with my vagina, so. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Mm -hmm. That one doesn't have a head on it. (laughs) As a clitoris, though. Mm. You can think with your clits. Mini, mini mind. <laughs> <laughs> mini mind. Okay, Easton. Well, I don't want to keep going no, to my I'm, points. No, I was just going to say, like, even, like, Sandoval, when they were shopping, and they were talking about that, like, Sandoval even trying to, like, inch at, like, well, I think you need to, like, talk about this and, you know mend relationships. Schwartz, you mean? Uh, no. Oh. Yeah, Schwartz to Sandoval. Okay, okay. And Sandoval is just sitting in the corner. He goes, I just want to have a good weekend. And it's like, well, you got to accept the fact before you can have a good weekend with people, my guy. Right, like and playing with is, knives. And, and it stuff. is to the point where I was thinking about it and Schwartz almost needs, needs to give Sandoval like an ultimatum. Like, mm-hmm. it, you need to apologize. You need to take accountability. And if you don't, you're going to lose me. Because mm. I feel like they are a good group of friends right, right there. And it's like, I feel like if you were to give them that ultimatum, because that's all I've said and I can't beat a dead horse, accountability. Yeah. That's it. Even James said it. Once he can say that I did this and I fucked up, he'll listen to him. Right. Yeah. And that's all he has to do. And I feel like Schwartz is the only one that maybe can give him that ultimatum. I'm not envious of most of the people on my cast. Mm-mm. See, I never had a relationship with him. With Sandoval? So, yeah. Yeah. No. So for me, it's like there's nothing to mend. It's like I can forgive you for my own sake, but like we weren't friends before this, so I we don't need to be friends after. Whereas like, what do you do if you've been done dirty like this and he was your best friend? It's hard to find the gray mm-hmm. with someone who you've known for 15 years and who was like your brother. And watched you date and get engaged to that woman. It's very weird. Yeah, okay. very weird. Okay, you do you guys want to talk? <laughs> your face. <God. laughs> Um, God about that. <laughs> you want to hit you in the head? You're like, oh, I remember. Yeah. What's next? <laughs> okay, really quick. I just want to touch on the Brock and Sheena nanny situation because, as a full time nanny myself, when I was back in Nashville, I saw this a lot, and I heard, I I heard, I understood Sheena's side, but I also felt for Brock. I, here's what I saw. I would be a full-time nanny for a family. If I was ever out of town or whatever, they'd have an in-law come in or a mom come in to to stay with the kids for the week or stay at the house. And it oh, a lot of times caused tension mm. because it just, you can't treat your mother like you treat an employee. I was not treated bad. I was not mistreated. 
I was just an employee and that was my boss. So as the nanny, I was able to more be- More of a boundary? More of a boundary. With as the mom, it's like the mom can go, you know, the parent would say, we'll do this with her. And the mom would go, no, I don't want to. I want to take her. It was just a weird- Well, so- that's exactly what happens. Okay. With Brock, Sheena, and Erica. Okay. And by the way, if I had a man, mm-hmm. it would be the same with my mother. Right. Because they think that they know the best thing for the baby because they've raised kids. And then you're sitting there going, well, I think I know what's best for the baby because I shoved her out of my vagina. Right. It's a, it's a strange dynamic. And I think it's there's a lot of tension between all three of them. And I've seen it because I'm around them a lot. And what's wild is all three of them make sense when you're when you're an outsider looking in. Mm-hmm. Right. But like you said, it's hard to have that boundary when you, when it's not an employee. It's like, OK, I'm going to disappear and I'd like there to be the same structure at my house as there is at your house. But I think they call, Nana. Nana is what they call Erica. OK, but Nana and. Summer Moon have their own dynamic at that house. And the problem is with like me and my mom or Sheena and her mom is it's not like you get to see grandma and grandma can spoil and like shove chocolate down there because it's pretty much a daily thing. Right. You don't get to have the same dynamic as like grandson or granddaughter and grandma. Yes. Because you're basically a third parent. Exactly. And I understand also that's a luxury. A lot of families just have to have um, their parents do it. My parents did it. It's like, yeah, we're not going to pay a full-time nanny when they're young. They're 21-year-old parents. They're like, we can't afford a full-time nanny, so grandma's going to be watching you. That being said, if you can't afford a full-time nanny, just seeing the different dynamics and like, you know, um, it... I forgot what I was going to say. I lost my train of thought. If if it's up to me, Mm -hmm. money, no money. I would want somebody in my family to take care of my child for more than 24 to 48 hours. For more? Not like, you wouldn't want? No, I would. Like, if I'm gone for 24 hours to 48 hours, I want somebody in my family to be watching over for my trust child. versus a stranger. Yeah. If I'm going is, out to yeah. dinner, throw it to anyone right now. Sheena's care. point. That was her point. She's like, yeah. why would you, she not be watched by family? And a stranger would be staying. And that's a great point, too. My mom said that. She goes, when you have a baby, I'm living out there. Because why would you well, leave your baby with exactly, a nanny when you can for, leave it with me? Yeah. No, I know. You don't want a stranger living in your house. No, I, I you don't. And, but not everyone is that have. lucky to have their, their mom, mom or, or dad come in and help with the kids. Mm-hmm. Sheena and I have the luxury of having our moms help out. You also have to remember, Brock is was born an athlete. Athletes have so much structure mm-hmm. down to like the minutes that they nap for, right? So when you talk to Brock and he talks back about how he wants Summer Moon to be, it is like talking to someone who is raising a machine, mm-hmm. a fine-tuned machine. Green light, yeah. red light. Yeah, Green light means you can get out of your your uh, your crib. crib. Red means you stay in the room. By the way, love it. With that's all the shit I've been dealing with, and that's with, the thing, and that's with I Ocean, see. I should have treated her like a fine-tuned machine. <laughs> right? Like, they got it figured the fuck out. But I think it's taking the mindset of an athlete and then just having a parent who's like, I just want to raise a toddler, and I just want to, like, survive it. Yeah. Very different. Right. Well, just to wrap up the Brock and Sheena scene, I do have to, I want to end on this note, is that I really, really like Brock and Sheena as a couple, and I think I can learn from them. Brock reminds me a lot of Kyle. Um, They're very communicative. Sheena, they have a traditional masculine, feminine dynamic that I really look up to and enjoy for me personally, and I just, I really like them as a couple. And even on the show and outside of the show, I just really respect them as a couple. Well, in every conversation that they always have together, no matter how it's going, you can always tell that Brock has Sheena's best interest Mm -hmm. in mind, which Mm -hmm. is what I like. Yeah. So. Um, And really quick, can we touch on your freaking look? What are you talking about? Vanderpump, what's it called? Wolf? Wolf. 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 Thank you. Oh, my God. So good. Thank you. So good. I felt like Did you swing? Swing? No. I was going to say. Swing. No, I was not... I wish I would have known because I wouldn't have worn I wouldn't oh. have worn my that. Valentino <laughs> heels right. that are like to take a sledgehammer to tile. 
Also, it looked kind of scary. <laughs> Ratnol hitting your eyes and no, stuff? Yeah. I'm I, not. Honestly, even if I was in sweatpants, I think I would have declined. I'd have done it. Sheena really? doing it. <laughs> Did they show her? I can't remember. Did they show her doing it? I don't think it? they showed Damn her. Damn it. What a disservice they just Why did to everyone. <laughs> Sheena did it in I her fluffy, think... feathery top and her hot pants. Her hot shoe pants. <laughs> <laughs> did you it see was... it? I feel like I saw a clip whether or not it was on socials or in a te- trailer teaser. I don't know. Maybe By the way, Maybe the trailer teaser, it. they put in a bunch of stuff that's that not even gets actually cut out. in the okay. season. But yes. I feel like this week was teeing up for next week. Next like, week, I lose my goddamn okay. mind. Okay, I mean, <laughs> very excited. We were doing so well. And then all of a sudden, I just am put in front of Sandoval, and he starts talking to me about some weird shit. Yeah. And I'm staring at him, and then shit just gets real. I'm, where I'm like, oh, my God. Hold Literally, on, I have a I start question. pacing throughout the boat, and I'm like, am I going mad? Have I gone fucking insane? Does Sandoval say that he's been putting himself out there and not you specifically or was that just a cut no that's me specifically okay. how right no now. easton the day before the news broke that he was having an affair he does an interview with page six saying that lala is corny corny he meant horny <laughs> that is what he meant <laughs> and that is a fact she let us know in the hot tub in that Palm Springs. That does track. That tracks. Oh, no. Yeah, in Palm Springs. I was like, let me tell you something. Because my mom was like, do you remember what I told you the other day? And I was like, let me tell you something, Lisa. I'm focused on two things right now. Surviving a toddler. Yeah. And actively stopping myself from humping any man. <laughs> okay. That's where my mind is at. Oh, no. If I'm not surviving the toddler in that moment, I'm thinking about fucking. So I'm not listening to anything you're saying. Good for you. Just saying. No, and he says, he calls me corny and then also says, she just needs to, she's not real. She just needs to be real and share her life more. The universe fucking loves me. (laughs) That comes out in the next day. Tom Sandoval is having an affair with Raquel Davis. (laughs) I'm like, what have I done right? What have I done right in this lifetime to where I just get blessings on blessings on blessings? (laughs) Thanks, dad. That's called prayer. Have you heard that song by Mary Mary? Like, but what they don't know is when I go home and get behind closed doors, man, I hit the floor. Dun, 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 Never. Dun. And she goes, it's the God in me. Who? It's the God in me. <laughs> haven't heard it. Never in my life. I love it, though. <laughs> I play it on gospel channels. Really? And I occasionally participate in the gospel channel. <laughs> amen. 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 Uh, yeah, let's do ache and relief. Eason, pop us off. Um, my ache. I'm honestly not going to, I don't have one. I'm going to give, a, uh-huh. it's going to be a good week. You're so positive. There's no one said, so I'm excited. I feel good. A bit tired, but we'll get by it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, my relief of the week has honestly been, uh, Miss Peaches and all Ms. of that Peaches. going on. Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy making, I have no idea what it is at, at this point, but I think it was like $200,000 to, and I do want to get it right. It's in Atlanta, the Georgia. The Atlanta-based Lifeline Animal Project. You know what? Who Shout saved- out to him because he has always been someone where people look at him and they're like, he's a misogynistic prick. Yeah. And that very well may be true. Well, but he adopted dogs. Miss Peaches, Peaches and she's got nipples for days. <laughs> I know, but they're going and away he just like Bernie Burns. loves Burn. her. He loves Miss Peaches. <laughs> Miss Bernie Burn had big old nipples like Miss Peaches. He was Peaches. talking about saving animals on this like Fox News channel. And they were like, President Biden had a dog who bit 25 times. And he was like, well, that says more about the owner. If your dog's bite bitten <laughs> yeah. 25 times, it's not getting the love that it deserves. Yeah, yes. That dog's not getting enough of love and attention. And you know what? I agree. He said something that I stand firm with as well. There's no such thing as bad dogs, only bad owners. Agreed. I like that. I mm-hmm. agree. Mm-hmm. All right, Jessica? Um, my, uh, ache and relief is in one. So my relief is that I went to the jujitsu <laughs> qualifiers at 10th Planet headquarters. Not, I didn't compete. I just went oh. to watch. Uh, Are you kidding was, me? We're going I thought to, you competed. No, Are you we're kidding going me? You're going, oh, you're going. That's right. That's right. That is going to be in May. Night? That's April or May. But, um, so I went with my crew from 10th Planet Burbank and it was so fun. I loved watching it. But the um, ache is that I had never been there before. So it's a small, it's a gym. And I just kept using the men's restroom. On purpose? No. 
not on purpose, but I kept walking back and it was there. I mean, it's Los Angeles. Right. But there was a clear like I didn't I just wasn't thinking a lot was going on. There was a men's restroom and right next door, right next to it was a women's restroom. And I kept going into the men's and I saw a couple of people like like I walk because urinals were out in the open. So if Mm. I walk in, a man would be peeing and I would see I didn't see that. But, but you'd w- think you'd spot a urinal in front of you. I saw a million urinals, and I just thought, oh, interesting that there are urinals in here. You thought how Did progressive. You yes. You thought how progressive. Around. That's no, amazing. I literally just went pee three times, and then I finally walked out. In the urinal? No, not in the oh, urinal. I'm proud of you. In the toilet. But I walk back, and I'm like, oh, urinals. And then I go, I do that like three times, and finally the third time I walk out, and a girl comes up to me, and she goes, hi, um, this is the men's restroom. And wow. I'm, She's lucky that you didn't identify it because I could go real wrong. Yeah. I know. And I was like, she was like, or she was like, I don't know if you know this is the men's restroom. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. And All I was right. like, oh I my know. God. <laughs> I had no I idea. Know. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> but <laughs> the amount of times that I've also done that, though, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, thank you. You know, Whatever. Uh, whatever it's 2024 um use whatever restroom you want that's you. how i, I feel girl would walk in on me i'm just trying hey, to baby. relieve myself yes. okay <laughs> that's it because i rock it until i literally can't until my eyeballs are floating <laughs> not good for your bladder law oh really Really? I always thought it made it bigger. No, I'm why like do you the, want a big bladder? Lo- so I can wait Hold longer. No, <laughs> so I can go round, that's round bacteria. trip. That's no, bacteria. you gotta get rid in of your, that. Yeah, that's how you can get, get like bladder infections <laughs> and things like that. You know, holding pee for too long. Mm-hmm. You don't want that. Oh God, I need to do more, more research on the human body. <laughs> You're not. All right, my age of the week. Fuck you, I'm the most. I come from... No, no, no. I come from Kent Burningham, okay? Do you know what that name means? Was he so hygienic? Oh, my God. He was my father, I think, as well. So I I think I do. Let me tell you something. He'd come up to me and be like, so I noticed that um, the toothbrush that I laid out for you uh, still had toothpaste on it. Did you not brush your teeth this morning? I go... I did brush my teeth this morning, Dad, but I'm 16 years old and use my own bathroom. I don't come into your bathroom to brush my teeth any longer and haven't for quite some time. That's so cute. He brushed he my hair watching, until I was about 15. Watching. I haven't, I haven't seen you um, use the Q-tips in a while. Do we need to talk about it? I'm like, I use my own bathroom, Dad. I use my own bathroom now. That is so cute. I didn't know this about him. I love that. Oh, oh yeah. I love that. Most. That's why, Ethan, don't fuck with me, dude. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> What's your ache and relief? Um, my ache of the week is I don't like giving people <laughs> like this any attention, but now I'm pissed off. All right? So there's this <gasps> stupid bitch. <laughs> so there, that, that's how okay. off strong. Her name's Jennifer O'Brien. Okay? And I'm outing her now because she's, she's pissing me off. She is a writer for... Reality, what is this? Reality. Vontees. Reality. (laughs) She's a writer for reality. Okay. Reality (laughs) team. Okay. Now, the moment you see her face, you know she's fucking annoying, right? You see that face and you're like, oh, you're a miserable fuck. Yeah, I'm dragging this hoe. You want to fucking go toes, bitch? I ain't the one. Now, I'm fine with her making her little measly sum of money off of like an article about Lala's a bitch or Lala's a whore or Lala's whatever, right? Don't care. What I do care is when you start talking about sobriety. As if you know one fucking thing about it, all right? She goes on to write about people on Reddit did not respond kindly to me saying in my interview, I don't recognize uh, California sober or sober curious, okay? And she talks about how it's not sitting right and people, um, I could be setting people back in wanting to make a change. Let me tell you something. If you're trying to make a change in your life by cutting out marijuana or drinking or cutting out drinking but not marijuana or whatever it may be, I'm not the person to look up to, okay? I do not recognize those things. I don't because I've sat in rooms with people who have, who have told the most horrific stories, okay, where the only way out of it is to never pick up a drink or a substance ever again. Right. This woman, this Jennifer O'Brien, shedding light on what people are saying on Reddit, okay? They've never gotten the phone calls that I've gotten where people are 
desperate. I'm going to start getting emotional. Desperate. They've tried to stop drinking. They only smoke weed. They only do mushrooms, okay? And they, they call me or text me saying, I met you however many years ago, or I met you last week, and I'm begging for someone to help me get sober, to live. For this woman to write anything beyond there is sobriety and there is not is so fucking reckless. And that is the only reason why I am outing this Jennifer O'Brien right now because I could not believe it. How dare you? Mm. Sit in the rooms that I've sat in and then you can talk about it because I guarantee you you're going to leave there and you're going to have the same opinions that I have. Those rooms are saving people's lives and those people are sober. No, I don't recognize anything. There's sober or there's not, period. And if you don't like what I'm saying, fucking kick rocks. <laughs> Blow me, Jennifer O'Brien. Is she sober? I do. Is she sober or no? She's just speaking on sobriety, not being sober. Let me tell you something. If she were sober, she wouldn't have written this. That's, okay. yeah, that's yeah. right. Like, she's pissing me off with that shit. Yeah. Anyway. Shame. 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 Fuck you, Jennifer O'Brien. <laughs> I can't stand that hoe. Um, my relief of the week <laughs> is getting that off my chest. <laughs> I've been sitting on it. Yeah. Um, was that producer John... Producer John brought me Thin Mint Girl Scout cookies. Most people bring me the Samoas. I'm fine with that because those are good. But people don't know that the Thin Mints are actually my most favorite. And they were my dad's favorite, too. I also finished the book, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Oh, what's up? It was absolutely fantastic. I believe it's an older book, but I recommend you guys read it. The mic anyway, <laughs> whoa, that just got real heated. Real heated. That was... Thank you and if you have cookies. a problem, Jennifer O'Brien, you can send it to fucking Daryl. Because as Dorinda says, eagles don't fly with pigeons, bitch. Bitch. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy <laughs> the podcast. I wonder if we'll get any sponsors on this podcast. <laughs> we'll lose I, them all. I got, no, I hope not. Anyway. I love you guys so much. Um, reminder that uh, the video of this comes out Friday at 9 a.m. Bonus episodes air every Monday. That's the visual and audio um, wherever you get your podcast. And it's on YouTube. And happy hump day, everybody. Go out there and be, don't be good. Don't be good, Brooklyn. Be great. <laughs> JC. All right. I love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.